Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. J.B. Bickerstaff, after the Cavaliers come from behind win over the Chicago Bulls last night. Donovan Mitchell, thank you very much. Cavs are down by 21 points, and they came back to win that game. Forced overtime. Got away with a lane violation which was cool. Wouldn't be the first time that happens. Wouldn't be the first time. No. Hey, was it called? Then it wasn't a violation, If was this it? was Chicago radio, <laughs> I'd be bad. But you know what? I'll take it. If it wasn't called. It's nice to get a break every once in a while. It? it wasn't a violation. That's Andy Baskin over there. I'm Jeff Phelps. The Cavs sitting right now in a very crowded Eastern Conference, Andy. That's the thing about this thing. It, it's... It's not going away anytime soon. No, and the Nets want to remind you every time they play right now, too. Oh, boy, do they ever. They've won 12 straight games. Celtics are on top. Brooklyn's a game behind. Bucks are two and a half back. Cavs are two and a half back. Philadelphia is three and a half back. That's it for me in the Eastern Conference. There's only one other team in the East that I think is capable of sneaking into that top five. And I'll say it becomes the big six in the East. The Miami Heat's the other team. Pacers out or? Pacers are too young. Yeah. But, boy, I like them. Think about the fact. I, that, I like them a lot. Jeff, the Nets were 13-12 and 12 before they went on this run. They are 25-12 and 12 right now. As long well, as they stay healthy. And we talked about this. Too. And engaged. Yes, engaged. <laughs> what a great word. What a great word. <laughs> Do you think they'll stay engaged for the rest of the year? Yes. How come? Um, because Kyrie has too much financially on the line. That's why? He has to reestablish his, his, I won't say image. I would say reputation. I think there is a difference. And they're really good. You know, Ben Simmons is producing next to nothing point-wise. But he's doing all kinds of little things to help them. He's averaging like eight points a game. But he's rebounding. He's passing the ball. He's defending. He's 6'11". He's defending out on the wing. And you have Durant and Kyrie. T.J. Warren's always been one of my favorite guys. He's coming off the bench for them. The the Nets, unless 
you know, unless something wacky happens with Kyrie, unless KD gets injured, they're going to be. Normally, I would say like what, and then, but then we're talking about Kyrie. You could so you could say crazy. anything. Yeah. Something wacky's going to yeah. happen. So they're they're going to be up at the top. Boston's not fading. Boston looks good, and Milwaukee has Giannis, and you know, if Middleton can be as healthy as Middleton can be, and Drew Holiday, who I'm still trying to figure out why. Name is spelled with a J. You've been doing that since the day you went on the East. Exactly right. You know the team I really like in the East, though? Miami? Philadelphia. Oh, Philly. I, I am a huge, I don't know if you remember this, I am a huge Joel Embiid fan. Hmm? And when, said that when he was coming out, remember the Cavs had the number one pick. And it was a conversation between Joel Embiid, Andrew Wiggins, and Jabari Parker. I believe what what it was. And I said, you watch Embiid, and he does stuff on tape that big guys aren't supposed to do. But I also said, with those foot injuries and where the Cavaliers were, and this was, remember, this was before LeBron committed to come back. I said, you can't take that gamble. You know, you've got the number one overall pick. You better hit it and, you know, make a smart choice. And they did not take Embiid, who sat out for, I believe, two years. Yeah, and with then, a foot injury. Yeah, and then they took Andrew Wiggins and then flipped him and got Kevin Love. And, of course, trips to the finals later. That worked. You know, one NBA championship. That worked. And that's you know, that, that was huge. But Embiid with Harden, if, if they can make that work, and then I, I love Tyrese Maxey. I think he's really good, and he's been injured. So they've they've kind of been working their way back with Maxey out, and now he's back. He came off the bench, and he, they're going to manage his minutes and everything else. And so that's a good thing. Uh, Tobias Harris, terrific player. He's a nice addition for them. They have some other really nice pieces. So, And, and I actually I wrote a story about this some time ago. I had the Cavs fifth in the East. Right now, right, you know, and and behind the the three teams that they're behind right now, Celtics, Knicks, Sparks, and Philadelphia, and and I say that because right now, just right now, I think they're missing a little something, and it's it's the development of Evan Mobley, and that's not and that I say that without saying anything bad about Evan Mobley. He's twenty one, you know, he's twenty one. He's not supposed to be that guy yet. So that's it's not a knock on Evan. That's just the reality of things, Andy. Your your potential franchise player is only twenty one and in his second NBA season and still looks like he needs to go eat a couple of double cheeseburgers. And he's going to. That's just his body build. Maybe he'll, some triples, throw a couple triples. Maybe in there. Yeah. some fries. He'll fill out. You know, he'll fill out. He'll I get, think he can gain weight a more efficient way. I feel better. Well by that. maturing. That does it. I don't know. A couple you late know, night pizzas, that'll take care with, of it. With, I would assume, when you're 6'11 and built like that, it's not easy to put on weight. Not easy to put on muscle. But he's only 21. He's burning a ton of calories every day. Exactly. He's only 21. And when he makes that next step, man, this team could be really good. And I, I, am, not a, I am not a big fan of of teams that have one guy who completely dominates, and it's like 
this is our guy, and if this doesn't work, then we're in trouble. Except guess what? There are an awful lot of teams in the NBA like that these days. A lot. And the Cavs are, are behind a couple right now. You know? What do you think the trick is to this team being so successful in overtime? They're 6-0 and in overtime right now. Got me. Is there a trick to that? Yeah. Maybe it's having a guy like Mitchell who you can put the ball in his hands. Maybe. wonder what J.B. Bickerstaff would have to say that. Dan, let's hear that. We played it in the rejoin. Oh, so give me one quick second, and I'll go oh. find it again. Okay. I just wanted to hear Actually, it. Actually, I thought we played something else in the rejoin. I thought we did, too. That's okay. That's okay. No problem. But they're still 6-0 in overtime. I mean, that's just well, like... You know You know what wins in overtime hmm. more than anything, I think? It's having that guy. And they had it last night. And they There's had no it question. last night. Yeah, he had 13 points in the overtime. You know, overtime, there are certain points of a game where that guy makes a difference. We had that guy for, what was it, Andy, 11 seasons? And now we have a guy who's like that now. Here it is again. You know, when you mix in, to me, the... I mean, Donovan Mitchell's getting all the headlines, right? Deservedly so. And Darius Garland's a terrific young player. Remember not too long ago, Kobe Altman was getting shredded for drafting Darius Garland. And I'll sit here and say, okay. And I was the guy saying, he has some talent. Be patient. Be patient. Played four or five games his year in college. That was it before he was hurt against Kent State. Give him time. Give him time. Well, I'm saying the same thing about Evan Mobley now. And we've already seen more from Evan Mobley than we saw from Darius Garland his first year. And obviously, Evan's in his second year. So you have that. But the guy to me, Andy, I just love the way he plays is Jared Allen. You know, Jared's game screams team player winning basketball. Screams it. Because he's not exactly an offensive force. What does he do? He rebounds the ball. He puts the ball back in down low. He sets screens. He rolls to the hoop, and he plays tenacious defense. When you have a team that has two guys like Mobley, or excuse me, like Garland and Mitchell, and you better have a guy like Jared Allen, and they do. It's funny that you say it screams because I, I think of him as being pretty humble. Like he's not. Well, his game screams. He doesn't. Yeah, scream. no, I know. It's yeah. not. Look at me. It's it's the same reason why you like Nick Chubb, right? It's the same Amari Cooper. Same guy. They're the same guy when it Give comes. Give me the ball. To, get out of my way. Let's go. Let's go yeah. win. You know, I don't care. Nothing else matters. I don't need to make a spectacle of myself. And it's not. You know, it's not about. It's about what's on the floor. What's on the. You know what's on the field. That's the way that I think. That's why I like Jared Allen so much too. I, you know, but I, I don't really feel that way about any of the Cavaliers right now. Even though Donovan Mitchell had seventy-one points last night, you're looking to him to be a leader. You want him to be a vocal force out there. But I still don't feel like like I do think there's some kind of chemistry on this team that um, is unique, and I think it's because of JB that he he's put these guys together in a way that <clears throat> that you don't have anybody going. Yeah, look at me, look at me, look at me. Like I love those kind of teams. Don't you? Yeah, I do. But I, and in the NBA today, it's a different it's a different beast. But there are so many teams and so many good teams that are dominated by the play of one or two guys. You know, it's not like you've got Magic bringing the ball down the floor and can kick it to Byron for a jump shot or James Worthy 
you know, to slash to the to the hoop or Kareem for a skyhook. You know, teams aren't built that way these days. No. It's not McHale and Bird with Robert Parrish and Dennis Johnson and Danny Ainge. It's not even LeBron, Kevin, and Kyrie either. No. It's Jason. With LeBron. It's, it's, you know, Jason and Jalen. It's Giannis and whoever's healthy that day. Mm-hmm. It's Kyrie and Kevin. It's become, you know, do we have two absolute studs? Yes? All right, let's go play. That's kind of where it is right now. Andy, you know I am I am not the biggest Ohio State fan in the world. Oh, I, boy. I, where are I, we going with this one? I root for the Buckeyes. <laughs> I hope they win. If they don't win, it's like, all right, well, what's next? You know, I, I didn't go there. But they are the school of our state. I felt terrible for those guys the other night. They played one heck of a game and didn't get it done. It's next on Baskin and Phelps. Welcome back to Baskin and Phelps. Donovan Mitchell scores 71. Cavs get the win. Buckeyes score 71. They lose by a point. Just kind of felt that way. It did feel like 71. Oh, my God. Did Andy, you see the Andy, video? I, I'm not a big Ohio State fan, okay? I I want the Buckeyes to win. If they don't, okay, great. Mm-hmm. I felt terrible for those guys, man. They played one heck of a game. They had Georgia. They had them. Dude. I was thinking about you. They had them. Yeah. Did you see the video where there were the four screens up at one point? I think ESPN was doing And then one of the screens they had up was the ball dropping in New York. And the kick started in 2022 and landed in 2023. Now, you got to remember there was a little bit of a delay in the feed from New York going into that thing. Just a little bit. But it worked that as he missed the field goal. The fireworks went off in New York, and I was just like, oh. it so easily could have been the other way around. I don't know. It was a great game. You know what? It was a great day. There were just two. There were two great college football games, and I, I, I I'm okay with it. I, you know, like the way Ohio State got beat by Michigan bothered me a lot, and I really wanted to see that rematch. And you know, TCU played a great game. You know, even Georgia said they thought maybe Ohio State outplayed them, but it doesn't matter. At the end, Georgia won. They had 42, and Ohio State had 41, and CJ threw for 348. And, you know, uh, the, the, the Buckeyes weren't at full strength, especially at the end when Marvin Harrison was, was set out of the Boy, game. That hurt them. That really hurt them. I don't know. They still move the ball down the field. Yeah, but and, it hurt uh, them. Amika Abuka has been great all season. God bless you. And Julian Fleming made a mark. I mean, he had 71 yards in reception. Even yeah, Xavier know, Johnson. You lost, you lost I mean, Xavier Johnson was... was this great story all season long. It, Ohio, I'm not going to sit around. You want me to sit around and make excuses? Okay, no, there's no you. excuses. That's a fact. <laughs> I mean, Trayvon Henderson Marvin didn't Harrison play. Harrison was great. Jackson man. Smith and Jigbo never really hit the field all season. There were a lot of things going on there. Oh, without question. But you know what? I Again, you know, I, hopefully this, the, the whole notion of they're soft, they're soft, really bothered me after the Michigan game. They played a soft game. I'll give you that. But none of those guys that wear scarlet and gray are, are soft in my eyes. Oh, they played hard, man. Now, I, you know. By the way, let me, let me ask you this. Hmm? Do you think Ryan Day is a good coach? I think Ryan Day is a very good coach. I do, too. You want to know another reason why I think he's a good coach? Because he's man enough to say, maybe I need to step back from the play calling and take a big picture look at what's going on with my team. 
maybe I thought I brought in a defensive coordinator that could be a head coach pretty much anywhere else and we're paying him that way. But I'm willing to make sure that the defense has a CEO of defense. Like, there are just some things that Ryan says and does that I just, I look at him, I'm like, I love that. I love that in my coach. I love, I don't care. Oh, they've lost two, two big games and bowl champ. Oh, so you know what? They're there. There's only like seven or eight teams that really get to this thing anyway. Andy. And come on. You I, are so right, my friend. I mean, we're just so, I mean, yes, I understand the bar is hot, much higher in Columbus than it is in Cleveland. We could sit through 1-15 and 15 and 0-16 and here and come back and go, well, it's going to happen next year. They still did a great job of recruiting. Um, they, they bring in top-notch players. They're, they're, what are the odds of I going mean, yes, out? Yes, they get paid a lot. I get it, but okay. Well, sure. What are the odds of going out and getting another coach who's good enough to make sure you get into the, the playoffs, even after it expands? You know, well, the talent, the whole born on third base thing. And by the way, I don't hear Ryan Day saying he's going to the NFL right now. Harbaugh picked up two. I would run from Ann Arbor, too. I picked up two wins. I had a chance to get to the championship twice. Um, I'm out of here, especially if Harbaugh can make more money and wants to go back to the NFL. I'd be running. I don't see Ryan Day looking to run out of there. I see Ryan Day trying to figure out another place for Brian Hartline to be a part of his staff. To make sure that it, maybe he won't As call what, the plays. Offensive play calling? Yes. Offensive coordinator? I, I mean, the, the guy's got a reputation as one of the best recruiters in the country. I mean, come on. That's one of our guys. Same high school as Dustin, right? Was on the show more than a few times. Yeah, I, I mean. Back in the day. He, well respected, and he wants to hang on to him. And he's willing to say, maybe I, I'll give up the play calling for that. But that's a guy that understands team. I'm bummed they lost, yes. And there's one more game I have to watch knowing that Ohio State didn't make it, but that's okay. And we got so spoiled in 02. I'm sorry. There I, were only two things that I wrote happened. about this a couple weeks ago. I just We got spoiled me. 20 years ago? Yeah, by the way, today's the anniversary. There you go. Where's the, oh, we gotta, we'll there, celebrate there that only, with Dustin when he walks in the door. There were only two things that I, you know, in, in a game where the score is as big as that score was, there is limitless number of things that would affect the outcome of the game. It's not a kid missing a 50-yard field goal when he had never made a 50-yard field goal in his college career. But I'll say two things. All you had to do was keep Georgia from going the pretty much length of the field and scoring a touchdown there. They gave up 18 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. You can't do that in yeah. a championship game. Yeah, and or you, semi-final. You know, twice they go all the way down the field. And when the Buckeyes did get into eh, field goal range on their last drive. They stopped they moving forward. Thank you. They ran three plays and gained minus one yard, I think. It was three plays for minus one yard. It felt very and, Browns. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, I'm not trying it, to rip the Browns, but it, it felt very much like a lot of Browns games we've watched. At that year. point, I just thought, gosh, you might want to give this kid 10 yards. You know, to, to ask a guy, it's like what we said about Browns' defensive tackles this year. To ask a guy to do something he's never done before in a clutch situation is not necessarily fair to him. Well, he did hit a big one last year in the Rose Bowl. I mean, hit the game winner in the Rose Bowl. Not a 50-yarder. It's still it's still, it's a pressure situation. Yeah, By but the it, way, but how about never, Utah he had, yesterday? He had never oh. hit a 50-yarder. All right. Even when he was at North Carolina, he never hit a 50-yarder. You got to put him in that spot. And I'm sure they, were, they thought about that. And I don't know. It's so... 
Uh, it's just it, it, it's. It, it, let me just say this though. One thing I did appreciate. I liked the fact the game was on New Year's Eve. I didn't have a problem with that. You know what? I, I, I in the past I've been like, oh man, it stinks. Like what I don't like is that you had all those bowl games yesterday, including the Rose Bowl. It's such an afterthought. The Rose Bowl should not be an afterthought. I don't care who's playing in it, right? I mean, it just seemed weird. You know what the the Rose Bowl was yesterday? Kind of a afterthought college football appetizer for Monday night football. It's what it was last night. And I don't think the Rose Bowl should ever be that. But I did like the fact that the national championship semifinal was on New Year's Eve. I don't know. It's just something about it. Especially if you're not out, like, if, if your goal isn't just to go out and party 24-7 on New Year's Eve. Like, you want to watch a good college football game. We had two great college football games. And it, it, I can't imagine how much the Big Ten lost by not getting one of the two teams into the finals. I'm sure they made plenty by having two in the semis, but they probably would have made more by having at least one of them get to the finals. And the other thing that was funny was, like, I was, like, we have family that are huge Michigan fans, okay, that live here in Cleveland. And they were, like, relentless on me after Michigan beat Ohio State. And I was like, you know, I was like, oh, thanks for texting once a year. Thanks for showing up. And all (laughs) throughout that game, when TCU was winning, I so desperately wanted to text. I was about there. I was right there. I was just like, hey, what's going on? And then I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Ohio State plays tonight. I am not opening my mouth. And so maybe I should have. Maybe I should have took the heat and enjoyed the moment there for a second. You think so? I don't know. I'm bummed for Michigan, too. I, it's bad for the Big Ten. You want the Big Ten, but Penn State came up with a nice And they played yesterday. a good game. Yesterday, Penn State? No, I meant uh, Michigan. Michigan did, too. Yeah, I and they all played. The, I don't, you good with New Year's Eve? Defense bowl? was like that. Defense was optional in that TCU Michigan. Oh, for game. sure it was. Good lord, man! Were you good with that? With a with a New Year's Eve bowl game that, Andy, of that kind of significance? I think New Year's Eve is the stupidest holiday. Period. Really? Groundhog Day has more relevance than New Year's Eve. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Let me see here. Wait a minute. This says December. Wait a minute. Let me see here. Oh, now it says January. Let's go out and party. And you know what? No one writes checks anymore, so it doesn't really matter. Right? Exactly. If people had to write, oh, I, uh, here we go. I keep writing 22 on my checks. <laughs> no one says that anymore, do they? Uh, Nobody says that. But I, I don't know. I liked it. I, I I thought it was great. I wish they would start. You know, they should start an hour earlier so that the games can be over by midnight. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, You watched, didn't you? Bits and pieces. What'd you think? Hey, I thought I thought Ohio State, after spending the entire offseason saying we have to get tougher, we have to redo our defense, we have to get tougher, we have to redo our defense to tougher. then. Can I make a point without you being a jerk? <laughs> Are you? You answer? know I can't English good. You've dealt with it for a week. <laughs> anyway, with <sighs> saying all those things, then the Michigan game shows up and they kind of get punched in the mouth. And then this game oh, no, shows up where, it, where it, it all of a sudden turns into a track meet back and forth on them, and they can't stop Stetson Bennett in Georgia. And it's one of those where you, you can't help but turn around and look and go, okay, did we just get fed lip service from this very, very weak schedule for you to get punched in the mouth by Michigan and then get punched in the mouth again by Georgia? Is it just lip service at this point? Who's the leader on this defense? That's the other question pull, that I do, have. Do you pull his chain? 
Who, me? Yeah. No, I just want to hear what he had to say. No, that's... I that's, mean, I don't know. Is Tommy Eichenberg the leader of the defense? I, he's I mean, a delightful you, name from the area, but well, boy, No, I'll oh go through the stats and look through. He's your leading tackler almost cool. every week. Then Grant Delpit's the leader of the defense for the Browns. Todd's in Ward Might 1. true. Todd. That's a sad state of affairs, then. Todd. 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 You got me now. We got oh, you now. Please, Andy, tell me you don't still have a checkbook, man. Please tell me you don't. You don't have any checks, Todd. Nah, man. you don't keep any. Nah, man. <laughs> wow. I took the 21st century seriously. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. I, was, I mean, I was kidding because no one has to write him, but I'm not going to be ashamed by the fact that we still have a checkbook. Okay. I don't think you should be hey, saying over the air, though. Todd. I still have a checkbook. Is everybody okay with that? Am I the only one? Two one six five. No, I'll do it as a Twitter poll. Do you still have a checkbook? Todd, I'll be on Twitter in two seconds. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, yes, there are five people that walk the earth because, in part, because of me. Nice. <laughs> so I, I watched I watch, I watch George, that Georgia-Ohio State game and that Michigan-TCU game, and I always come away with the same thought after these scores go up like that. How are those defensive backs going to get jobs in the NFL, man? <laughs> <laughs> but, they can, but they get into the NFL, some of them, and they do work. Yeah, they do, man. yeah. Isn't it weird, Todd, that these games and and I know Ryan Day did some digging into this. It's like we we got to go for it because you got to score forty some odd points to win these games. That's weird, isn't it? It 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 shouldn't be, but it is. Man. I know it goes on all around the league. I know it's weird to me. The game the game is going to be Ohio State Michigan. Mark my word, that's going to be the game. It's the, I know Georgia's playing for the national championship. I know TCU is the underdog that's overcome so strongly over the year. But man, I'm telling you, the game is going to be O State, Michigan, and I don't, I don't think Ohio State's going to be able to just rely on that one leading tackler, which is who they've been mostly relying on to get Michigan because they are upset, Jack. <laughs> they are not in the championship. All right, Todd. Thank you, buddy. Hey, I'm working on the poll right now. Oh, I was oh. going to put this on my own. I almost. I almost put it in the underscore basket. Hang on, I got to do it for the show. It's got to be a show thing. Yeah, it's a show. It's everything's at the show. Don't do that. So do listen. It. Too late. We did the Browns post game show the other day. Yes. And I made a statement, and I meant it as a compliment that made people mad, at least one person, and then had other people calling in. I, I thought I was. I thought I was doing Baskin and Phelps. Rather than doing the Browns postgame show. Oh, boy. I don't like when you get in that situation. And I thought, well, I guess we should do that on Baskin and Phelps. So what made everybody mad in the postgame show next here on Baskin and Phelps? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 